You ready? This is all. Hey, it's Cassidy Pope, Gabby Barrett. It's Darius Rucker. Country. Hey, y'all, this is Luke Bryan. We're Runaway June. Scotty McCreary. Hey, it's Russell Dickerson here. News. New music from Dirk Bentley and a big surprise from Brad Paisley. Everything you need to know in country music for the week of February 27th, 2023. We're bringing you the hottest news and the newest music in country music every Tuesday. So be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And now for the hottest news in country music this week. The hottest. Congratulations are in order for Miranda Lambert, who was just honored by her home state of Texas for her achievement in music. She recently shared pictures of her and her home state at the Texas Medal of Arts Award, where she received a medal from the Texas Cultural Trust. This is a highly prestigious award and has only been handed out a few times since 2021. Other Texans who have won this in the past include Chris Christopherson, Willie Nelson, Kenny Rogers, and Matthew McConaughey. And as if that wasn't already incredible enough, she was honored alongside actor Luke Wilson and screenwriter Taylor Sheridan of Yellowstone and 1923. Also being honored was the incredible Carol Cook, who received the Lifetime Achievement Award during a special in-memoriam part of the ceremony. Miranda was joined by her longtime friends and collaborators, Jack Ingram and John Randall, to perform Two Step Down to Texas from their 2021 project, The Marfa Tapes. It looked like such an incredible evening, and it's so incredible to see all the talent that comes out of Texas. It's a huge state, so it really should be no surprise, but so many of our favorite people and entertainment come from that state. It's just really incredible. You can check out more footage from that up now on her Instagram page. This next item is TikTok Gold. We have a family celebrating their love of country music with awesome viral videos. And they do impersonations of country artists we all know and love. And these videos are absolutely the sweetest thing ever. And they even performed Hardy and Laney Wilson's Chart Topper, Wait in the Truck. There are so many more. Make sure you download TikTok now or you can check out a sneak peek of some of those up on allcountrynews.com now. Congratulations are in order for Jordan Davis and his wife, Kristen. They announced they're expecting their third baby this June, and the announcement is so great. Head over to Jordan's Instagram page now to check that out. And all of us here at ACN are sending them a huge congratulations. Can't wait to see photos. Alan Jackson recently sat down with his daughter, Maddie, who hosts an incredible podcast. It's called enjoy life if you haven't checked it out yet it's a definite must but she got her father to come on the show and they talked about his amazing career and how he got into silver belly which is his whiskey line and all the songs are named after number ones that he's had throughout his career 
And there's so many incredible ones like Wanted, Jason That Neon Rainbow, and then Maddie's favorite is Drive, which is a tribute to Alan's late father who passed down his love of cars to his son. And it was just such an incredible interview. Make sure you check it out and listen to it. He also talks about how new music could be on the way. And as a big Alan Jackson fan, I am super stoked about this. I've talked about this in previous episodes, but how I got into country music was my late grandfather. He was a huge Alan Jackson fan, and they even were friendly. They had boats at the same slip, so... I've gotten to see him before in person, definitely couldn't even muster a hello back, but he's a legend and I can't wait to hear new music. And like I said, make sure you check out this episode. It is a must listen for the week. Speaking of country legends, Brad Paisley announced that he has signed with Universal. And as if that wasn't already exciting enough, he has released a new song called Same Here. And it actually features a snippet of a conversation that he had with Ukraine's president, Zelensky. And it's a really powerful, thought-provoking song. You know, it's not something I would have expected him to kick off the next stage of his career with. But again, I think it's very powerful and it is definitely worth a listen. And I can't wait to see what else he brings in this new era. Jason Aldean is yet again bringing fans into his next album studio experience. You can check that out now up on his socials. Country icons Lone Star announced that they are set to release 10 of their number one hits in a new project titled 10 to 1. And I think this is so cool. It comes out Friday, June 2nd, and it's basically a reimagining of their top 10 greatest hits. And I absolutely adore this idea and I hope that more artists and bands will follow suit. I always would love to know how an artist would change the way they recorded something. I mean maybe they wouldn't change it at all but maybe you know after a few years being in a different stage of life they might want to put a different spin on it and I love that idea and I cannot wait to hear this. I talked a lot about Kelsey Ballerini last week and all about her new EP, Rolling Up the Welcome Mat. Well, as if that wasn't already exciting enough, she sat down on the Call Her Daddy podcast and revealed a timeline and turning points of her marriage and also talked about so many incredible things like happiness and how she went about getting that in her life and female friendship, lessons she's learned along the way. You know, it definitely has been a big topic all over TikTok and all other types of social media, but I think what is really powerful from this is the lessons that she's sharing with us, and I know that's going to help men and women everywhere. It is so difficult going through the end of a relationship, and I think... She brings up some really powerful points and even talks about taking ownership of things that she felt she could have done in her relationship better. It's a really great interview and it's a definite must-watch for the week. And now for the hottest releases in country music this week. The hottest. 
Dierk Bentley celebrated a musical renaissance in his 10th studio album, Gravel and Gold. And this is one of those moments where I honestly cannot pinpoint a song for you to listen to. I am such a fan of this man and everything he does. He just has such an incredible voice and his showmanship and everything he does is out of this world. Again, I'm sorry, I cannot pinpoint a song for you. Listen to the entire album. It is spectacular. Connor Smith released a new track with Creek Will Rise, and this song is so great. It's so fun, and it's just another wonderful release from an upcoming artist who is honestly taking the country world by storm. I feel like I have seen his face everywhere the last few weeks. And this is just a really fun song to release before the spring. It is all about a relationship. And it's a surprising one that also has this backdrop of being in the outdoors. It's really spectacular. Make sure you add it to your weekly playlist. Ashley McBride followed up her Grammy win by releasing a new track titled Light On In The Kitchen. And this song is just absolutely incredible. It's so good that it probably will bring you to tears. I know it did for me. It is such an incredible song all about enjoying moments in life and not letting your insecurities get in the way and it is honestly just so so spectacular if I had to tell you to listen to one single this week it would be this one so so good Ben Gallagher released his new album Country in the House and he definitely takes influence from a lot of 90s country artists which I am absolutely living for. You know I am a sucker for a title track so I'm definitely going to tell you you must listen to that one but I also really loved Anything But You and Never Get Old. Make sure you check out the entire album though it is spectacular. This next track, the title, made me blush a little bit. I am not used to cursing on these episodes, but I'll make an exception for this song since it's so fun. But Tyler Farr and Jelly Roll teamed up for a beautiful country chaos song called Country As Shit. And honestly, the videos that they have released for this up on their socials are absolutely hilarious and these are two voices that I wouldn't have expected to hear together but they go together perfectly like PB and J. Uh, Make sure you check it out. Country band The High Road released a new track titled Brand New You and it is giving me total like old school 90s early 2000s rock kind of vibes and definitely taking me into that sort of like goo goo dolls realm which I am totally here for make sure you check this one out Micah Fletcher stuns in a swoon worthy debut song titled look in your eyes and Swoonworthy is the only word to describe this this one is definitely for all my lovebirds out there you are going to want to put this on for your sweetie and just look into each other's eyes <laughs> 
Larry Fleet dropped two new tracks ahead of his second ever headlining tour. First up, we have Daddy Don't Drink. And this is a really vulnerable song where he reflects about how fatherhood motivated him to give up drinking. And as someone who has grown up affected by alcohol on both sides of my family, this one definitely hit me to the core so beautiful. And the second song titled Try Texas is so special. It's so feel good and it celebrates his home state of Texas as well as aspects of his upbringing and it's just so wonderful. I am such a fan of his and I just think these songs are so special. Make sure you check them out. Matt Schuster released a new track, Wasted Prayers, and the vocals on this are literally insane. Now, there are a lot of country artists that have incredible voices, but his are so unique, especially from a male aspect of this genre. You are not hearing a voice like this. I think he is so talented and he is definitely one to keep your eye out on. And this song is just all about a relationship that just can't work out, but also wishing that person could come back to you. It's so good and the vocals make it that much more powerful. Definitely adding this one to your playlist this week. Warren Ziders lets his gritty tone shine in Wex, Texas weather. And this song is definitely a crowd anthem. And how can I already tell this? Because he has footage up on his Instagram page of fans scream singing this back to him. He's definitely an artist to watch out for. This one is super fun, super gritty. Make sure you check it out. Taylor Austin Dye released her new track, Rest in Peace, and there's also a video for it. This one is so fun, and it takes me back to like early 2000s country, and it's just so fun. I honestly don't even want to tell you that much about it because this one is storytelling at its best, and the music video for it is absolute perfection. So just do me a favor and go check this one out. Another great up-and-coming artist to watch out for. Cody Kaz shares his heart in Wanna Be That Guy, and it's this song that is definitely directed at that special someone, and he is listing all the ways that he wants to be with this girl, and basically what he wants to do for her. It is a really sweet song. Make sure you check it out. For this week's episode, we have a very special guest. Our very own Bobby Dixon sits down with Clayton Mullen to talk all things music and what's coming up for him in the new year. Let's throw it way back. Like when you were growing up, was music always like a really big part of who you were or was this kind of like a new venture? Yeah, so growing up, I was more of like a sports kid. So I like playing sports. And in high school, um, I played three sports um, each each semester um, of school. But yeah, music wasn't necessarily big in my life. I always kind of played the guitar a little bit. 
um, but not much. And my older sisters sang and my siblings all sang in the, like the chorus, the choir, but I was always the one who didn't want to do that. I was kind of scared to do it. So I never really sang until um, college. And that's when I came to TCU, hence the TCU year that you were wearing Go Frogs. But um, <laughs> I, I kind of met some some friends who also played the guitar and also liked singing and stuff like that. And they got me to open up a little bit. And just about like two or three years ago, um, I started singing and playing the guitar in front of my friends. And that led to, to where we're at today. So, um, but yeah, no, I didn't grow up singing. Yeah, it's okay. Neither did I. And I still don't sing. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who were you listening to growing up? I mean, you can see behind me, I'm like a very in the new place, putting together my wall. I have all mm -hmm. my vinyls sitting next to me of people I was listening to when I was growing up. But where did you grow up and who, like what kind of music was playing in your house? Yeah, so uh, I was born in uh, Los Angeles, but when I was like very young, I moved to um, Pennsylvania and then grew up a little bit between Pennsylvania and Massachusetts. Uh, so I didn't grow up in Texas. I know I'm in Texas now singing Texas country music, but no, uh, I love it. My cousins went to TCU and always complained about how many people from California were yeah, there. So. <laughs> there, are, there are a lot. There's probably more now than than there were when they were there. Um, but yeah, Texas California University. They might yeah, right, yeah, that's what they called it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but I don't know. Grown up, it wasn't like music was a big thing in our household. Like, I mean, my dad would play stuff on the guitar, and my mom listened to music, but it wasn't like a main. Like, we weren't like a music family. Um, and then it wasn't until I came to Texas that I really started, or I guess, I mean, in high school, I listened to like Luke Combs and Morgan Wall and stuff, but I wasn't raised on like the old country guys like George Strait and Alan Jackson and, uh, like the, the Kings of country music. But I kind of just was in a place where I was going to school in Texas and Texas country music was super cool. And that's when I started to find that I could sing. So it was like, why not just go for this, this sound? I love that. Yeah, I love that was kind of what I was getting into. I'm like, you're not from Texas. So like you weren't yeah. immersed into this almost cult, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, that that is Texas country. But I, I find it so interesting that you were able to find yourself in Texas. So were you like going to a bunch of the places there in Fort Worth? Were you like going to Hanks and McKinney? Like, how did you kind of find that you're like, oh, like I can do this. And yes, I, I have family in McKinney. So I'm like, yeah. I, I know, I know where he's probably playing. <laughs> you know, I usually, I'll give the credit, all credit to Palmer Anthony. I don't know if you've had a chance to I chat. do. Yes, I know who yeah. he is. So he's great. Um, And he kind of found me, his bass player. I started like making TikToks and stuff like a year and a half ago. Um just playing the covers and stuff. And his, his bass player, Brady Koontz, um, showed him, showed me to Palmer and Palmer like had me over to his house. And that was kind of my first time writing a song with someone. So we wrote a song that day, which ended up being, uh, probably my most streamed single South of forever. Yep. Um, so I wrote that with, with Palmer. And since then he kind of has helped mentor me and take me under his wing to show me how this, this whole industry works. So he helped me get a producer and he would set up gigs for me he had helped me with the releases. He kind of just did. He was like my manager before I had Prune, for example. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he he showed me like how to reach out to people and get gigs, how to write songs, all that stuff. And uh, then from there, it just was a kind of a snowball effect, being able to play shows. And then someone might have seen me play and then asked me to play at their place and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you are like the ultimate hustler. I mean, TCU is a grind. I mean, don't get me wrong. Your tailgates are like second yeah. to none. Who doesn't love like breakfast burritos at 9am? Right. But 
like, how has it been balancing school and music? And are, are you like, what are you even majoring in? Like, does it make sense? Or is it just like, yeah. I got to get a degree and I'm doing music? So I'm actually double majoring in marketing and entrepreneurship and minoring in sales. So I'm pretty busy doing all that stuff. And of course, as a senior, I left all my credits to the end. So now I'm taking way more classes than I should. Um, but yeah, I mean, you asked about balancing school and music. So last semester, um, I made sure all my classes were between Tuesday and Thursday. So I had Monday and Friday off. And then that gave me the ability to go to Nashville to write songs um, from Friday to Monday and sometimes skip out on a Thursday class. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a grind. It's like, I'll go, I'll play shows like this. For example, this past weekend, I played shows on Thursday. I mean, excuse me, on Friday and Saturday, and then got home at 2 a.m. and then go to school the next day or go hang out with my buddies and then leave, say I'm going to a show, pack everything up, drive three or four hours, play a show, come back. And then my friends are still like at home, but um, it's definitely a grind. It's a lot like I'll be like doing an interview like this and then going to do an assignment and then running to class or getting back from class, and then hopping on the phone call with a publishing company. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's two very different worlds, but I like the balance because they're, they don't really overlap. Um, so it's kind of nice having the two sides. I mean, I love that you bring up marketing and sales because I feel like as an independent country artist, like that is your main job is your marketing right. and selling yourself. And you have done such an awesome job on TikTok. And I feel like if it wasn't for TikTok, we wouldn't have all of this just amazing independent country music coming out of, of everywhere. So talk to me about your journey with TikTok and how you think it's kind of changing the game for people like you. Yeah, um, TikTok's definitely like a weird app and it started off being weird. Like I'd always get made fun of by my friends. It's like, they literally call me, my nickname's TikTok. They'll be like, hey, TikTok, come, uh, you wanna get lunch with us? And like, uh, so it was definitely tough getting started on that, just getting made fun of. But if you push through it and uh, now that I have like some followers on there, they don't make fun of me as much. But I mean, it's a great opportunity for young artists, like you said, like all the young guys I find, I see through TikTok. And then a couple months later, they might be, having a number one song like Nate Smith, he's, his song just went number one on country radio. So it's cool, cool seeing artists like that might not have had that opportunity a couple of years ago, be able to uh, make a name for themselves. I love that. Yeah. Shout out to Nate. Love you, friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what does your family think of all of this? You know what I mean? You were so like, I'm not doing choir. I'm not doing music. Yeah. And now you're not even like kind of doing music, like you're doing music. Right. My mom, she'd be the first one to tell that story about me saying no to like, she made me walk in to audition for the choir or chorus, whatever it's called in high school. And she's like, I just want you to do it. And I was like, I don't want to do it. And the, she told me just sing any song. So I literally sang the ABCs. I was like, ABCD, just so they could hear what my voice sounded like. Um, so yeah, my mom's super proud of me and they help so much and they're so supportive of me. Um, like, obviously I'm finishing up my degree, but you know, some families might think it's crazy to go all in on music, but my family's not like that. They're super supportive. My little sister is probably my biggest fan. She's commenting on on every one of my uh, posts, which is great, and sharing it. So yeah, my family could not be more supportive. My dad, everyone, uh, so great. Which is I awesome. love it. Your sister's like your social media manager. How cute. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So let's talk about those songs you have. I was looking at numbers just on Spotify because I'm a Spotify person. Nice. Are you surprised? Like, does that shock you at all? It definitely does. Um, and I'm nowhere near where I want to be. So, uh, but I do like looking back. Um, for example, I put in my notes like a year ago before I put out South Forever or Maker's Mark. And I said, like, one of my goals for 2022 was to play 10 shows 
and to do a hundred thousand streams total on Spotify. And uh, I played way more than 10 shows. I think we played like 35 or something last year. And uh, I, I think we're at like 3 million streams. So it was crazy. Every song about like a week ago, every song has passed a hundred thousand on Spotify. Um, so it's, it's super cool to look back on, but like I said, I, I, I'm proud of it, but I'm not satisfied. I want to go more and I want a million streams now on every song. So always looking forward. I love that. So, I mean, it's fair to say you're new-ish to songwriting and you're still kind Very. of trying to find your vibe. And, you know, I mean, you've had Palmer, who is an amazing songwriter in yeah. his regard, you know, and really helping you along. And I think that's definitely created a lot of magic, but do you approach every song the same or like, are you like a lot of people and have like the idea notes in your phone? Like what's your songwriting process like? Yeah, it kind of changes every time. And I've still only wrote maybe 20 songs. Um, most of the songs I've written have come out already. So each time it changes, like when I write with some of the writers in, in town in Nashville, um, there's different ways that they like to go about it. Sometimes they like to have a melody first and then put lyrics to it. I'm more, I like to have an idea of a song first. So like we have like, say for South Forever, we have the title South Forever, and then we flush out how it's going to sound and then go in and put the melody to it. But I think each song is a different beast and you kind of got to take it that way. So sometimes, for example, we wrote a song um, like a, a week or two ago called Story About a Girl. And we knew we wanted to be like up and upbeat and we kind of had that melody going and then, then put the words in. So it kind of just, it varies based off each song. I love that. I feel like I picture you like in the middle of this giant sales lecture. You're like, oh, I have an idea. And yeah. you like frantically write it down. Has that happened before Definitely. you've like written a song during a lecture? <laughs> I don't know if I've written a song during lecture, but I might have, like, I might see something or hear that maybe the professor says something. I'm like, that sounds cool. And put a little note down in my, uh, in my phone, but definitely trying to like pick up on things that people say and maybe movie titles and other songs and stuff to get as much inspiration as possible. I love it. So this is the TCU fan in me. Have you played a tailgate? I mean, I remember visiting my cousins. That was my 18th birthday gift. My parents were like, please nice. go get drunk at TCU and find yeah. your limit before we send you off to your respective school. So nice. talk to me about being a musician in Texas at a very, very Texas university. How's that been? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's a blast. And like you said, you asked if we'd play a tailgate before. So um, my like band members that I play with are guys in my fraternity. So it works out. One of them was my roommate, the lead guitarist, David. Um, so yeah, we, we get to practice just in our living room whenever we want and then play those tailgates. And I, I'd say those tailgates are like the most fun shows that we can have because it's all of our best friends out there listening and singing the words back to us um, for songs that we wrote. Um, but yeah, we also played uh, a couple of weeks ago, we played at like a bar at TCU and packed, packed out the place. So it's what fun. bar were you at? It's called TXR, Texas Republic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love that. So let's chat about the new song. Yeah. I have a feeling you are going to have a typical spin. That's I, every one of your songs has like this surprise in it that I just mm -hmm. don't expect. So are we going to expect the same thing with whiskey on it? Talk to me a little bit about the song. Yeah. Um, so this is an outside cut. So this is a song that I didn't write. Um, it was written by some major songwriters, Rhett Aikens, Rodney Clawson. Um, I'm blanking on a couple of them, Jordan Minton. And uh, uh, I'm forgetting the last one, but. Okay. Yeah. Rhett Aikens. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, stuff, right. <laughs> some great writers on that. Um, and it's very different than a lot of the stuff I've done. I think it really shows off my vocals um, more than my other songs. So there's a big chorus, um, a great hook, 
uh, they killed it on that song and I'm just happy that they gave me the opportunity to showcase it. Um, but yeah, it's called Whiskey On It. I'll send it to you so you can hear it before. Sure. <laughs> you guys are watching this now. The song's already been out. Um, so hopefully we'll we'll look back and be like, okay, it was a good release. It was a banger, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been a couple months though. It's been like three, by the time it comes out, it'll have been three months since I put a song out. And we were kind of trying to do a, a, a song a month for a while. Yeah, so, I love that. I I guess this is a good time to ask this because I haven't had like a good person to like ask their take on this yet. So the trend right now in country music seems to be like single, 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 and then like body of work that has everything right. on it. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. Uh, but as a smaller artist, it's kind of hard to do um, like a big body of work just because so much money and time goes into those big body of, bodies of work. So for me, as I'm trying to grow, I think I'm still trying to do single, single, just keep the singles up until I get to a position where people want to listen to a full length album because um, at this time, who knows if I put out 12 songs, people might only listen to three of them and then move on to the next. So it could be better just to do the singles. But um, I mean, I like what Morgan and Ernest and Hardy all did. They did like the the three song teaser. Samplers or whatever. Sampler, yeah. yeah, sampler. And then they're coming in with the, the album, but they're also running the, the music industry right now. Uh, yeah, single handedly. I mean, I yeah. remember I saw Hardy my first ever trip to Nashville and he, I think, was at a random writer's round. And then I got to see him again um, and interview him last year at Country Thunder. Right. And I'm like, can I call you Michael? He's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I love it. So talk to me about your goals for this year. What's written down in your notes? What do you want to happen this year? Yeah, so I'm actually bummed out. I haven't written down my, my goals yet. I was actually talking to Karun about that. We got to write them down, but we haven't we haven't put out a song yet. So still got time before Whiskey on it comes out. We'll we'll put down some goals. But um, just off the top of my head, I'd love to get a publishing deal and find the right group of people to write with um, for after school and play as many shows as possible. Um, just getting that stage time and stage presence helps a lot. Um, and it's already helped so much in the, the limited number of shows we've played. But yeah, play as many shows, write as many songs and I'd, I'd like to keep keep putting out a song a month. Um, yeah. Is the goal to go to Nashville after you graduate? I don't think the goal is to go to Nashville. I think the goal is to write songs in Nashville, but I think the goal is to play in Texas. I think um, the touring in Texas is so, yeah, so great. Exactly. And uh, I like what we got going on right now. So I'd like to just keep growing on that. I love that. I love that. So we always wrap up our interviews with a rapid fire game. Sorry, uh, I didn't tell Ryan about this because I didn't <laughs> tell you, <laughs> but it's super fun. And I always preface it with take as much time as you need. Okay. So what is your go-to snack? Go-to snack. Uh, they're like bars. I, I don't know the name of them. They're like crunch bars, peanut butter crunch bars, okay. but I'm down peanut butter and chocolate, like my two favorite things. So I was good them at Kroger. So yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So who are you listening to right now? Mike Ryan. I'm always listening to Mike Ryan. There's Mike, never, a time. I liked you. Mike yeah. is like my guy. He's my favorite. I'd love to play. I play a cover song of Mike Ryan every time I play. So if I ever get the chance to open for him, I don't know what I'm going to do, but. Oh my gosh. Which Mike song is it? Uh, so we play other side of the radio every time we play thank you good night this interview was great <laughs> no that is my all-time favorite mike song so he was here in chicago i think like two years ago nice. i discovered him so he is like such a gem one of the so nicest great. guys yeah we um, saw him 
Off topic of this rapid fire game, didn't you just open up for somebody like really big? Uh, we played with the Josh Abbott band at Billy Bob's, which was the greatest time of probably my life. It was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. Josh Abbott band, like it doesn't He's, really get, it really doesn't get much better. Than I know. His, his band was insane. They sounded so great and such a great guy too. I love it. So back on track here. What has been your favorite TCU moment uh, since you've been there? Okay, that's easy. That's in Arizona at the State Farm Stadium uh, watching us beat up on Michigan. That was, I was sitting first row right in the middle of the, <laughs> seeing, yeah. right in the, middle of the field. Um, and like, I still can picture every single play of that game. I've watched the highlights a million times. So it was unreal. I love it. So this is kind of a loaded question, but I always love asking it anyway. What country song do you wish you had written? Okay, that's a good question. I think Damn Good Goodbye by Mike Ryan. That song's insane. But if it wasn't Mike Ryan, because I know I already used Mike Ryan. Um, I think. It'd probably have to be something Morgan Wallen, maybe. I think he's great. Yeah, I mean, that songwriting is just... Yeah, he's awesome. Insane. So you've already played the most iconic, or I guess one of the most iconic venues in Texas. But what other venues on your bucket list? You know, I think the next thing on my bucket list would probably be to headline Billy Bob's because, you know, we opened for Josh Abbott. So headlining would be great. But um, I mean, I think playing any stadium in a couple of years would be cool. Um, but in the near future, I'm trying to think of other spots. I don't know many of the venues, but just keep on building. And I guess headlining Billy Bob's would be the next on the bucket list. I love that. So to wrap things up here, another one of my favorite questions, if you could have any of your songs on any TV show, whether it's still yeah. on the air or not on the air, what's or uh, what TV show? What TV show? Okay, some of my, I mean, obviously, I love Yellowstone, 1923, 1883. So I guess it'd be to be on one of those, just because I think the the country music vibe would fit with that. Yeah, I agree. I'm manifesting like a Tim McGraw, Clayton, yeah, like We'll put that out into the universe. Well, thank you so much. Super excited. Yeah, thank you, Bobby. You I appreciate. On. Yeah, you're so welcome and go TCU. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm going to send you whiskey on it so you can listen. To yes, it. please do. Oh my gosh, super excited to have it. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks. Bye-bye. Talk to you. Bye. And before I sign off, you know we have to talk about video of the week. Video of the week. This week's video is Morgan Wallen last night, which was recorded at A-Time Sessions. And if you know me at all, you know I am a sucker for this type of thing. It's definitely spectacular seeing an artist stripped back so much. Definitely a really special take on the song. Those who are fans of him, you will absolutely adore this. You can check that out now up on YouTube or a sneak peek up on our socials now. And before I really sign off, I have to talk to you about the new candle over on shopgoodsentiments.com. This new one is called Yours Tonight with notes of sandalwood and vanilla. And this is from one of our favorite girl groups, Walker County. And they have decided to partner up with the ALS Association and $5 from every purchase will benefit that organization. Make sure you head over to shopgoodsentiments.com now to pick one up for yourself and maybe as a friend, they make amazing gifts. 
That's all the country news I have for you this week. Visit allcountrynews.com for more news and content from your favorite artists. I'm Rebecca Porter, signing off for All Country News. My name is Rebecca Porter. I run Women of Country Edits and Marin's Girls on Instagram. Both seek to celebrate women in the music industry and all things girl power. Thanks for listening. The All Country News podcast is produced by Horseshoe Media. You can submit your artist, organization, or event to us at allcountrynews.com for a chance to be featured. If you loved this episode, please rate and review our podcast wherever you're listening. Shout out to our friends Track 45 who recorded our amazing theme music for this podcast. All Country News. For more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at All Country News. Visit us at allcountrynews.com to join our birthday club where you just might get a huge surprise from one of your favorite artists on your birthday. Subscribe to our weekly industry newsletter to get all the news you just heard in this podcast even earlier, delivered straight to your inbox. And check out a new episode every Tuesday right here. All Country News.